Fuck Up Nights is all about sharing your failures and the failures that led to your current success. So unlike majority of the other chapters, specifically we focused on entrepreneurship uh, and failure in Calgary. Today's show is brought to you in partnership with International Justice Mission. Thank you to Philip Calvert and his team for the incredible work they do to bring awareness to the global problem of modern day slavery. I'm proud to share with my audience that I have formalized my relationship with IGMs for becoming one of their Canadian ambassadors. Why? Because I believe we can end slavery in our lifetime, and I want to use my platform to be part of that mission. For many of you, hearing that statement may be a rallying cry. For the rest, it may be a moment of, wait, what? Slavery? Is that even a thing? For me, up to 12 to 18 months ago, it was the second. I did not even understand the problem or that it existed at the scale that it does. Currently, there are over 40 million people affected by modern-day slavery. 40 million people. After a chance meeting with Philip Calvert, National Director of Development for IGM Canada, my eyes were open to the reality that poor people face the world over, a reality of violence that stops them from ever moving forward in their life. At first, this made me uncomfortable. Then it made me downright mad. But then it gave me hope. It is support of groups like IGM that will allow us to reach the goal of any slavery in our lifetime and give hope to people who may have none. I know this can be an uncomfortable conversation, and that is okay. That's why we're going to go on this journey together. Stay tuned as we host guests from IGM who will help educate us as well as upcoming events that, where we can meet the amazing people that make the work they do a reality. Please join me in supporting this incredible organization by visiting and donating to their cause at www.igm.ca. We will only succeed in any slavery in our lifetime if we work together to make a difference. Hello at Alarm Collisions YYC. Welcome to Miss Amanda Ovesi. How are you, Amanda? I'm good, Tyler. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to talk to you. You and I met, oh, I don't even remember when, but let's cut right to the stage. Fuck up nights, YYC. You put me on a stage, which I love to do. And anyone who knows me, you give a stage and a microphone and some people, but you put me on stage and you put me in the context of sharing my biggest fuck up. That was a really challenging experience. So I'm, I'm happy to put you in the hot seat. No, it's not, it's not an episode like that. <laughs> oh, I'm ready for it. Bring it. I, oh, yeah, I believe you. I believe that you are. But I want to get you on it again. I want, I think it was, I think it's absolutely incredible what you guys are doing that you brought it to Calgary. So I wanted to just use this as a platform to share your story a little bit of kind of why fuck up nights, why, why see why you got involved, what the, what it is for anybody who hasn't heard about it and why you think it's so important. And I think that'll probably take up the bulk of our conversation. So tell us the fuck up nights, why, why see story? How did it even come to be? So I have a close friend um, when I returned back from law school and I, I told her I always wanted to stay within operating within the entrepreneurial community because it's an area of Calgary that I was born and raised in. And we came across this global event called Fuck Up Nights. Um, and she brought it to my attention and she asked if we should launch it here. Keep in mind, this is just in the beginning of my legal career. So I was <laughs> tremendously concerned about launching an event that's titled is Fuck Up Nights. Yep. Uh, considering the type of, uh, the level of conservative, conservatism within the legal industry. But we, mm -hmm. we went forward with it because to be honest, it's really suitable towards my personality as well. <laughs> um and uh, Fuck Up Nights is all about sharing your failures and the failures that led to your current success. So unlike majority of the other chapters, specifically we focused on entrepreneurship uh, and failure in Calgary. Um, and this is during the time towards the downward turns of the economy. We noticed a lot of people opening businesses and we also noticed a lot of people struggling in entrepreneurship. And they would take some of these other business models that they've seen of really successful entrepreneurs in Calgary and, and say, well, they never had to go through this. They never had to face these obstacles. 
And we wanted to bring out the, bring forward the truth, which is that they have gone through those obstacles, that they have failed. And failure is just a normal course of life in which, and it's a really great opportunity to learn. And it's also to rid that stigma of failure and to normalize it as a, a, a natural stepping stone to, to greater endeavors, if anything. So it's so true. And I think we're, we're working at it. I think, you know, as a society, we talk more about failure and we embrace it. It still kind of sucks when it happens. <laughs> Let's be honest. I've not embraced it so much. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so happy. And we're not talking about tripping and falling. We're talking about careening off a cliff sometimes, like, you know, capital F failures. Just to give some context, this is a global organization. How many chapters around the world? And if you, or, or, or when you first got in touch with them, how long has this been around? How long has it been a thing? So I believe it started approximately five years ago. It, it spread okay. like wildflowers, to be honest. And I believe there's uh, right now there's 365 different chapters all around the world. Um, it, it's it's expanded. We can go to what we can go to one every day. <laughs> we go to one every day. Yeah. <laughs> and you can you can obviously visit their their host website which lists every single city that a fuck up night's chapter is currently operating out of. Um, like I said, in Calgary specifically, we focus more so on entrepreneurship, and oh, sorry, entrepreneurs and and their their failures. Uh, some chapters just focus exclusively on failure, um, but I, I I think that also, and I'm, I'm just I'm gonna maybe put that out there and brag a little bit. We started this event three years ago, for four events per year, and we've been sold out every single one with approximately 200 attendees per event. Uh, I think that there's something that's really unifying in in failure. Uh, people want to come and hear people's obstacles, not to not to be vindictive and celebrate it. Uh, I don't believe that they're sadistic, but it's it's a great opportunity to learn. <laughs> everyone everyone a loves a good car crash. <laughs> Maybe I, too. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been I've been on that stage, yeah. and I'd never been to an event. I'd heard about it through friends, and I was like, I don't know, fuck up nights. I'm not sure about this, but I didn't really know anything about it. Then you and I met, and we sat down, and you shared it with me, and you gave me the opportunity, you invited me, and I, of course I said yes because you say yes, and then you know figure out what you're gonna do. I'm like, oh geez, this got very real. But the audience was absolutely. I've shared this with a few people. Like the power of being in front of a room full of strangers. Like I knew a few people in the room, but out of 200 and some, I maybe knew 20 or 30 people. And the support and like, they were all there for it and just getting up there. And there was a little bit of butterflies. And I think that that's just normal when you're going to do an event like that and especially share your dirty laundry from, you know, for me, it was about 13, 14 years ago. I'd done everything in my power to kind of move away, learn from it, but at the same time, kind of bury it. But all of a sudden, this whole room of quote unquote strangers that were there around that common theme and to really support you, to share your failure and to laugh and to say, make off color comments and put up crazy photos and all that, it creates a really interesting environment. I'd never been on a stage that was quite as like, give it, give us all of it. We want it. We're like, this is as an audience, we showed up for that. That's a really powerful experience as a speaker that anyone who stands in front of a room, it's always a little bit nerve wracking, but very quickly it turned into this like experience for me. And this like a bit of a, I know it's cathartic and also liberating and also really fun to be super blunt. <laughs> Well, thank you. I, I actually, it's funny that you said that. So one of our first events, I'll just tell you a quick story. One of the first events that we ever did, we were concerned. Um, uh, Char, my business partner and I were very social, social individuals and heavy into networking. So uh, upon the, the launch of our first event, we thought that we were going to have to go throughout the crowd, introduce people, facilitate conversations amongst individuals. 
but in reality when we and I, I think it might have to do with the name of of it fuck up nights it's such a come in with your raw and authentic person because you can come there and you're not going to have any judgment passed against you and, and the objective of that is because we're all just here to share our failures and the obstacles that we're currently facing so the first event we actually had to take a step back and just watch the room because it, it was mm. it was amazing people came in with their guards down they came in with as as though they could not wait to get some things off of their chest and it was it was refreshing and it was liberating and just as you as the speakers it's just as much as we have i think successfully nurtured that within our own community and then by venting and by by being transparent and authentic with some of your obstacles that you're facing, because that's what the event is about. It's about sharing these these obstacles. People come together and they start helping each other. Oh, you're going through this something so entertaining. I've I've been through something similar. Here's this contact. This is how I overcame it. Please utilize it. And that is probably one of the larger goals of Fuck Up Nights. It's to bring all of these entrepreneurs together to be transparent and honest with the obstacles that you're going and for us to all just start supporting one another in one another's success. Have you seen, you, you said you started this, you're kind of new and you're in your, you were new to your legal part of your career. Are we getting better at it? It's a bit philosophical here, but are, you know, was you and I talk about it, we're like, yeah, we're here for it. But when we turn back to our next meeting and our next reality or our next boardroom, is it actually becoming a little bit more acceptable or are we kind of speaking out of both sides of our mouths a little bit around, yeah, embrace failure, but don't, don't fail, don't fail. I don't know. I'm curious of what you're seeing just in your, in your industry. Cause I see both and it's really so dependent on the culture and ultimately how much psychological safety is being created in, in, in these rooms or not, or not at all. Okay. So in the legal industry, uh, <laughs> lawyers are never allowed to admit that they fail ever. <laughs> okay. We fair don't enough. Fail. Yeah. At all, we're we're superhumans. But I will say this: uh, I, I actually agree with you heavily in one of the comments you made. It's heavily based on the culture. Um, I've been at firms where the slightest error would result in. Let's not even go there. Actually, I won't even tell the, those the, stories. The, the beatings will continue until uh, the, the errors stop. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. It. yeah <laughs> That's got exactly it. it. But. Uh, the, the current firm that I'm at right now, which is the Suji and Smith Lawyers, I've gone to the partner of the firm and um, I've looked at him and said, I, I fucked up. How do I fix it? Uh, and he, he'll be transparent and honest with me and be like, don't worry. This is what we do. This is the next steps. Get this urgent application out or do this or contact the client and, and whatnot. Um, and that was very liberating for me because if you create a safe environment in which your employees employees feel comfortable coming to you to advise you of their their screw ups, um, it makes a it makes a significant difference, and I think it, it unifies people within your environment that much more and and help you operate better as a team. Versus if you're in an environment where failure is not even an option. People try hiding their mistakes. People try dusting it under a rug or they disregard it or their egos try to triumph it in, in a very unhealthy manner. I didn't mess up, you messed up. And it, it nurtures a very hostile and I think unhealthy environment for people to operate in. And 
and not being able to come forward when and and be constructive in finding a solution can be really hindering i think to your your business's overall even productivity uh, let alone the culture of, of what you're you're trying to nurture there I think fuck up nights is an excellent team building event opportunity, but that's another, that's another, that's another business. opportunity. That's, an, that's my next chapter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. That, I like that. I like it. Um, who's, who's, who, who's in the audience? Older, younger professionals. Like I saw, it looked like a pretty mixed bag. I'm just picturing myself looking out. I'm just also thinking about generationally, you know, older generations admitting your failures was a really big taboo. Talking about your feelings was kind of a taboo, uh, let alone, you know, newer generations that are coming into the workforce or coming just into the world expecting something different. Do you see that in the room too, from just who, who shows up? Uh, I, I, can I be honest? Our crowd is, is definitely a mix. We have CEOs that come and attend. We've had politicians that purchase tickets to attend. Then I have uh, new small businesses, ma and pa shops. Uh, I also have like lawyers and, um, uh, and that's not just because of me. <laughs> I don't ask any of them to come. I don't like my kind. No, just joking. <laughs> um, but uh, there's definitely accountants. Uh, so many individuals come. And, and young and old. There's a mixture. There's no... I don't think failure can be defined by a single age group. It can't be defined by within a single organization or career. That's why I heavily emphasize it's a really unifying subject matter. And we might focus on entrepreneurship, but there's also very beautiful stories that come from very experienced entrepreneurs, such as hiring the wrong person or burnout or so many things that irrespective of where you are in your career or in your business, everybody I feel for the most part can heavily relate to. Blowing the sale of your company because you thought you knew more than you did. But I, I don't know anybody personally who's had bad experience. <laughs> I shared in front of a room of 200 of my closest friends. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Getting speakers, is it hard? Is it easy? Do people get a little freaked out? Do people get a little uncomfortable? Or do they say yes like me and then go back and go, oh my God, what did I say yes to? And then just embrace it and and, and run? Or what's that been like? Because that's a fair, like you're pushing through some volume here. Like these are, you know, and I know you focus on people that have a little bit of awareness or that are, have reached a certain level of success, which sometimes as outsiders, we look at them and go, oh, they've never, they've never stepped in a landmine. They their Their thing is perfect, which we all know it's not. But we tell these stories, we celebritize people for, you know, not even sometimes to their wishes. But has that been a challenge or are people pretty willing to get up there and, and share? Um, yes. I, when we first started, it was obviously uh, definitely an obstacle because we weren't an established mm, yeah. e event platform within our city as of yet. Not only that, the name, I remember, <laughs> you have to consider some of the uh, slightly more successful entrepreneurs within Calgary are of a certain age group at this stage. They're they're not all junior or, or, or whatnot. And so they might be in a, a certain generation in which the terminology fuck up is not something that they per se want to affiliate themselves with. It wasn't the uh, that's, aspect that's of whether or not, yeah, and very much so, and it wasn't the aspect of whether or not sharing their failures. It was the aspect of being affiliated, I think, initially with the brand. But as the years have progressed, because like I said, we've been doing it for three, going on four years, uh, I can honestly say uh, it's not difficult to get speakers anymore especially the types of people that we target. I don't want just I don't want just people that are successful. I don't want people um, that have 
respectfully success is great but also too much of an ego prevents i think also people from be being self-aware and observant of of some of their failures and self-reflection our goal is not just to share a fun entertaining story about somebody having a failure we, we want to go through the steps and the emotional uh everything that they had gone through during that period of time of their experience and um and yeah, and that entails the emotional uh, struggles that they also faced. I mean, you have to consider some of these failures meant bankruptcy, and that meant um, laying off employees, uh, people that were family. I mean, Tyler, that was actually, I think, a beautiful story that you actually shared to our audience. That's a heavy, heavy sort sometimes for individuals, and that's a lot to put on a single a single person and so I, I think recognizing those struggles in that individual uh, is important but it's also even more beautiful to see that they've taken that and and have translated into a much more healthier approach or better better anything and they've taken those sorry they've taken those lessons and applied them to where they are today and that's that is the reason for their success and it's like I said it in a pivotal moment in a, a an important step that they needed to take or a lesson to learn. And I do just as someone who's been through it, you were very supportive in terms of even a little bit of coaching for me to say, Hey, yeah, that's great. I like we were going with that, but we need you to go a little bit deeper, like, you know, really show this and really share that. So for anyone who's even thinking about getting involved or reaching out to you, because, you know, I love, I love turning this into a bit of a little infomercial for what you guys, I'm such a huge supporter of what you're doing, but not to be, lift out that it is a process and sometimes going through that as someone who's buried it or moved on, or it could be like far in the past and reliving it and unpacking it. You, I found specifically my experience, you were very, very helpful in helping me go, Oh yeah. Okay. What would the audience really benefit from me sharing it this way versus that way? And how do you make it more authentic, which is a bit of an experience, even someone going through reliving something that you've kind of learned from, but sure. But ultimately you've tried to push it a little bit behind you and use it as a, as a, as a liftoff, not to just keep dwelling in it. Cause you can really get buried under those feelings and those emotions. You guys were very helpful. Certainly my experience in getting me prepped for it and creating, cause you have 10 minutes is the goal. I think I might've used 12.5. I'm not sure exactly, but 10 minutes is, <laughs> is great. And having that timeline, I think is critical because rambling on isn't beneficial either. Putting it into a bucket and being really succinct and getting your point across and being authentic with the audience, it also makes for a fast pace event for people attending. It's enjoyable. I, and going back to your last inquiry, actually, um, I 90% of, of our speakers um, look forward to sharing some of their obstacles that they face because also like uh, we were speaking about this earlier um, every major event just wants you to come and talk about their success people get tired of that because it's not really that true to the uh, the true narrative of what they've had to go through to get to where they are today and majority of the presentations when we do our first review People quickly go through the failure and then skip over and then now they go into, you know, maybe some of the lessons. They don't really own in on the failure. So we 90% we of the time need to draw them back into it. There was also something actually that you hit on earlier that I think is really important to emphasize is you're right. There's a really uh, a false narrative out there about entrepreneurship. It's glorified as something um, 
as something open a company within 24 hours you're going to be a millionaire kind of deal and, th- and this is how you do <laughs> it drop out of school you can whatnot. do it too yeah absolutely I, mm-hmm. yeah and every and every little cheesy meme out there is uh entrepreneurship where the millions are made or something like that and it, it's so um it, it can be very deflating if you actually do pursue that route and you're being influenced by all these external external social media posts um to open your business and then to to face struggles or obstacles i have so many people that open their doors and within the first month they they were so wondering why why they weren't being successful why they hadn't made their first million yet um and this this event more or less shines a light on and the truth behind entrepreneurship and it's the level of work that one actually needs to devote to their business in order to to hopefully get that uh to hopefully get the, into those numbers. But it, it's also one thing is uh, that I've personally learned is that you never open a, a business or become an entrepreneur just by virtue of, of pursuing the money. It's, it's because there's something that is um, you're very passionate about, right? And I think we're becoming more and more like that in itself is almost trendy. Like what's the purpose? And I think I've been a lot of people that struggle like, I don't know if I don't have a deep enough purpose, am I really doing it right? And it, it, it can be such a lonely place being an entrepreneur and kind of this type of inclusivity and like a little bit more being open to the journey. You're going to learn so much more than everyone saying, yeah, it was perfect. It was awesome. Nothing went wrong. It's just not real. <laughs> we kind of know that, but yet we always want to believe that someone else has got something figured out and we're, and we're the ones that are, that are kind of back on our heels. But anyways, we're, we're getting very philosophical about our concepts of, of failure and the reality of this is a fantastic event. It's in Calgary. I love that for me, the fuck up nights, even the name, as soon as I realized that this was this global phenomenon, I'm like, Oh, that normalized it somehow too. Like even the name in my mind was like, well, this is much bigger. This isn't just a Calgary thing, but being able to attend and, and have the kind of experience of how raw it is and how fun and just like everyone in that room is there for it. Like there's some energy that if you haven't experienced it, it's hard to almost explain. So this is my blatant punch to tell people, get involved. If you want to speak, reach out. By all means, attend first. I went from never attending to being a speaker. I don't know if I recommend that, but maybe it was better. Just throw me right in the deep end and put me right in the deep end of the pool. Do you have, I know you have an event coming out. So the next one's going to be in January. Yes. Uh, I was actually just trying to quickly look up to confirm that we have that final confirmed day. And we do. It's gone live already. It's so actually the next one's going to be on Thursday, January 26th. Nice. Well, it starts at 6.30 p.m. Beautiful. So go on and get your tickets in advance. Don't wait till last minute. I've learned that lesson myself. Go and get your tickets in in advance. <laughs> and I really encourage people to check it out. It's a fantastic local event that supports local and it supports you know entrepreneurs in a city where we need more and more and more of them. So the, the safer they feel to learn from each other, the better it's going to be for all of us. I could not agree with you more. Sure. And I'm assuming we just Google fuck up nights YYC. It's not going to be hard to find. We don't need to give people wayfinding for this. This is, yeah, that's very true. But all of our tickets are also available on ShowPass. And then usually if you follow or, or link into the Instagram, uh, which is fuck up nights YYC, there's usually the ticket link is right at the top. Yeah. Judy. Amanda, thanks so much for the work you do. Thanks for bringing this to Calgary. I love it. It's such a fun event. And I hope this gives people an opportunity to, you know, if they haven't attended, to get a little bit more, more of a peer behind the curtain of what it is. But buy a ticket, come to the January event. You won't regret it. Fantastic. And we definitely look forward to seeing you there. Awesome. Thanks, Amanda. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs>